0: Larry Yando, this is your 16th year playing Ebenezer Scrooge in the Goodman Theater's epic annual production. Do you find yourself, as we enter into these rehearsals, being haunted by the ghost of production's past? Yes, that's a great way to put it, actually. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, now in its 18th year, number 885, Scrooge to Scrooge. In this first episode of the RSE podcast's 18th season, I talk with Larry Yando, with whom it is my privilege to alternate in the role of Ebenezer Scrooge in the Goodman Theatre production of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, which opens this week and runs through New Year's Eve. It's my second year playing Scrooge, but it's Larry's 16th, so I was thrilled to get a chance to speak with him about what keeps bringing him back to the role year after year.
1: Every director who has done it, and even a director who has directed uh, subsequent shows, like done it five years or six years, uh, they, as directors do, want to put their little stamp on something. And so... um, Throughout these 16 years, um, some of Dickens has been taken away from the script. Some people have gone back to the novella and put a lot of the Dickens back in. The narrator has been removed. The narrator has been added. The narrator is one person. The narrator is 10 people. Everybody narrates. So there's been... All these slight changes all along the way, but no, but the body of the show has remained the same, which is kind of harder, which makes it more difficult. It's not like a new script, a new set, a new uh, interpretation of the character. It's those niggly little things that have changed ever so slightly. And, I've got, I've been known to sort of, for no reason whatsoever, revert to p- a script that was eight years ago, not even last year. Like, right. I'll say, I'm sure I said that last year. Didn't we add that? And they said, no. And then we look it up, and it's from eight years ago, right. some sequence that is, hasn't been in the show forever. So uh, there is a kind of... Um, that's the downside of it. But the good side of being haunted by it is it all has sort of been percolating for so many years now. And it all gets added into the mix of whatever it is my psyche. And I don't, and since it all is sort of in an attempt to feed into this great story, it's all usable in some way. It just, uh, technically I've got to make sure I say the lines that we're using this year and not
0: the, you know, from 14 years ago. Well, and um, I mean, somebody, people were complimenting me on my performance last year and I'm going, but I'm standing on the shoulders of, of giant Larry. And <laughs> because you gave me, you, you were so helpful to me about not only the stuff that's happening on stage, but all the tricks that you discovered off stage for those 5 seconds that you do get off stage you you work with new actors every year not just new understudies but new different actors same actors is that part of the fun of returning to the this show year after year Ab- absolutely that is that is absolutely always
1: it always kind of keeps you on your toes. Like people ask me very often, don't you get bored? Or is it so, do you you have to even look at the script anymore? And there's always enough new blood and new ideas to sort of keep you... Alert, which is great, and um, yeah, that's one of the things I can share. I think is that from doing it for so long, I absolutely know what's not going to work. I absolutely know where, what might get the Scrooge or probably any other character in trouble. I mean, technically, physically. I don't mean actor choices at all. But um, uh, although when I do, I've pretty much seen every possible choice an actor's going to make with any role. And And it's always interesting to me to watch somebody and say to myself... In about a week, they're going to know that will not pan out for them later on in the second act. <laughs> and uh, but I that in that situation, I would not you you know actors the only way things are deep and profound and wonderful and work is if we somehow discover them ourselves which is when direct you know great directors like the, uh, bill brown who directed me first in this and i thank the heavens for that because it set a great foundation and, and jessica thebus now they they lead you places that tells the story as a whole but you find the the inner workings yourself otherwise you're only kind of duplicating someone else's idea and i don't think those ideas for an actor ever last they yeah. they sort of They're only skin deep, and so they don't sort of blossom and exponentially grow into a kind of full-bodied character. And so uh, I would, going back to what I was saying, I would never sort of say to a fellow actor, because I would hate it if someone said it to me, no... I wouldn't do that if I were you because you know, you're gonna realize it, trust me. I just wouldn't do that. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? But I can say you can't. Re- you shouldn't enter there because the window's going to hit you in the head when it flies in. In tech, so I can protect with the information that yeah. I have. It was
0: so great. The, this you told me also. This is the chance for you to get a drink of water. This is where you can hide your lozenges mm-hmm. should you choose for that. And you also sent me a lovely text during my first run, or after my first run through, just to say, cause I looked up during the run through and I went, Oh, Larry's not here. You texted me later to say, I haven't seen any of the other alternate Scrooge, any of my previous, my predecessors in the role of alternate Scrooge. And why is that? Yeah. That's
1: interesting. Yeah. I asked, you know, it always feels right. I can't really what. I don't know. I think that would be the case with any show I did. I feel like I'm when I'm rehearsing a show or doing a show, I'm very uh, exposed to what's around me. Like without even knowing it, I would I I feel like the way I feel like I'm doing a good job when I'm acting is if I sort of am exposing the viscera, so to speak. And so when you're doing that. As much as gets out and you're making available to tell the story and to be witnessed, as much could get in, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and at this point, after—I would be like that with any role, probably, but with this one, it's been— live, I've been living with it for so long that I, I actually feel more vulnerable with it. Like I, not protective, but vulnerable. Like I, anything could rock the boat because from second to second, it all links for me now. And, um, And I just don't want to question that and or doubt that, which the person I am would probably do that. I'm like, oh, I should do that. Maybe (laughs) I should do that. And I feel like it's a very delicate long-term house of cards I somehow have gotten the opportunity to make. It's such an odd situation. It's not like you've been running a show for three years, like with Lion King, I did that. That's different. This is something you do it, then you leave, and then you come back and you do it again. And that's been happening for 16 years. So it's a very weird... It's a unique situation that I've not encountered. I don't think a lot of actors do encounter that, unless perhaps you play Scrooge in another right. part of
0: the country every year. It's—I mean—it's funny to think of that—that that my performance as Scrooge might be for you um, an undigested bit of beef. Yes, g- yes, yes yes,
1: yes, yes, right. It's true. <laughs>
0: I am Nicole Galland, author of the novels I, Iago and The Rise and Fall of Dodo, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? We have four performances left in 2023, but thankfully we'll have more in 2024. On December 14th and 16th, we'll perform the ultimate Christmas show abridged in Princeton, New Jersey and Reston, Virginia. Check out the touring page at our website, reducedshakespeare.com, for the latest information. And now back to my conversation with Larry Ando, who returns for his 16th year as Ebenezer Scrooge in the Goodman Theatre production of A Christmas Carol, which opens this week and runs through New Year's Eve. You mentioned Scar. You've played a lot of great roles. I was just talking earlier about... Your Prospero in that wonderful uh, production at Chicago Shakes of The, of the Tempest, The that, Magic. That Teller did. That Teller. Teller and Aaron Posner. Yeah, yeah co directed. Yeah, yeah. well, how does Scrooge compare for you with these, some of these great Shakespearean roles that you've played, or not even Shakespearean roles? Yeah, like or Roy Cohn. And right?
1: Roy Cohn. America, yeah, if we're talking of great roles yeah. that I've been lucky to play. Um, uh, well, it feels Shakespearean to me. I don't, I'm somebody who doesn't, you know, there's the language to get under your belt with Shakespeare, but I don't, it's not a different approach to me at all, really, between, I don't know, the, the murder on the Orient Express, uh, you know, a, a slapstick comedy or, or Lear, you know yeah. it's the same kind of i look at a script the same way like i take it off the page the same way but this christmas carol scrooge it 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 absolutely feels Shakespearean to me in that there is this great universal truth and journey at the center of it that has to do with very big things, yeah. e- good and evil, forgiveness, light, lightness and dark, okay. um, uh, uh all those big things that Shakespeare was so able to put into plays, but make it very personal at the same time and be humorous. And I feel like there is a size to Scrooge and the story. And that sort of, and like Shakespeare resonates forever like i can't ever see it going out of date because it's dealing with the human condition and you and 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 the characteristics of one single human but you could say of humanity and it also is one of those journeys like unlike the tragedies of shakespeare It ends well. It's like if the if Christmas Carol ended twenty minutes earlier, it would be Lear, you know, (laughs) or it would be or um, any of those. But it doesn't. It allows uh, it allows Scrooge to re come out of the tunnel to get the light, and the only way he does it, which is so, which which is which makes it so important to our our world now and every single year we've done it. He only gets there by allowing other beings around him to touch him, to to open up and allow them access is how he gets to where he needs to get. And um, it's one of those stories that, like I think about a lot of Shakespeare stories that everybody needs to see and everybody ends up realizing they wanted to see it you know it uh, you know my favorite thing is the way people come into the show with the weight of the world literally on their back and how they leave two and a half hours later which is or two hours later is always amazing to me like wrinkles have disappeared on people's faces in that two hours and i think it's because there's a very great human story told that people understand and connect to. And in that way, it's Shakespearean to me,
0: I guess. I, I've played a lot of great roles um, in parody versions, uh-huh. but Scrooge is absolutely the greatest role I've ever gotten the privilege to play for real.
1: Yeah, is it, I, and what's so funny is if you had said those words to me, like if you had asked a question... 16 years ago when I'm in the middle of my career or whatever this is, I do um, (laughs) like, uh, don't you think Scrooge is one of the greatest roles you'll ever have the privilege. I would have said, uh, I don't know. It's a, yeah, I think it's fun. You know, or what I, I, I wouldn't have realized just how, and I can only speak to this production of it, of course. Um, which I, which I'm very proud of and which I love. Um, but, I, I I didn't realize just how, as an actor, just how much of myself I was going to get to put into the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it really is a, vet. you do go from A to Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, if... If it's and if it's going to be good, you have to go from A to Z. Yes. Now, I know there's many productions where you get A to C or D or something, <laughs> and that's all people want from it. Right. You know, Mr. Magoo Christmas or whatever it might be, you know, Christmas Carol. Um, and, you know, grew up like, oh, I have a stub toe, you know. But the, I'm lucky, I was lucky with the first director, as I said, that it, we really start in the darkest, darkest place, and get to go to the to to the place we all want to be and that journey is difficult, yes, to do eight shows a week, which I don't really do anymore but um, uh, thank oh, you yeah, yeah, only during christmas but um uh to do it all, yeah. you know it's um i I would never have realized it would be, have such a profound. Effect on me, number one as a person, and number two, as in professionally, as an actor, my craft. Mm -hmm. It really requires, at least the way I see it, um, uh, a a facility of allow putting everything on the table that you got. I think, and it is a privilege to do it, like you said. But I just don't think I would have. I didn't anticipate it. It wasn't on my... I I didn't sign up for this cruise, and somehow I got on it, and
0: I'm lucky to have gotten on it, you know. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. The Goodman Theatre production of A Christmas Carol opens this week and runs through New Year's Eve 2023. Larry Ando plays Scrooge at most performances, while I'll play Scrooge for ten of them. Go to goodmantheater.org for more information. Then send us your great roles via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com or throw a comment to us over on the socials or on our own actual website, reducedshakespeare.com or visit my website, theshakesperians.com. Thanks, as always, to covetous old sinner Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Michael Lonegro. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Nicole Galland, the author of the Shakespearean novels I, Iago, and Master of the Revels, who reminded me that December 5th, 2023, is the 400th anniversary of the first recorded sale of Shakespeare's first folio to Sir Edward Daring, who in fact bought two. And as always, thanks very much to you for listening. Please continue to stay safe and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 885 ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Scrooge um, sleeps in the bed of and under the portrait of his former partner, Jacob Marley. Is Scrooge gay? Yeah, uh, it's funny, only the, this year when
1: we just, ran, we worked the Jacob Marley scene, quickly, uh, you, well you were there, um, They uh, just to put it on its feet again, and he's appearing in a different way this year, which I won't give away. And I thought, you know, I wonder if anybody ever asked the question. There's the hugest portrait over my bed of Jacob Marley. It's his house. And, and it's his house. And everything is so, and and, every, and the revelation Scrooge has is all filtered back to Marley. It's yeah. in the script. He, he, It's the last person he kind of talks to, the uh, the portrait on the, you know, on the wall, and I just never even thought about it as far as just, is he gay and were they lovers and where, but I don't think you could find anything to contradict it, could you? In the script, have you? Not much. I, I mean, mean he, he loved his bell. I mean, that's a major, major
0: point, and you it know, it's a major point, and yet he chooses the Jacob Marley yeah. on that Eve. Yeah, on yeah. That yeah. F- infamous Christmas Eve. Yeah. So the only thing I
1: would say is it's not a factor in 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 the story. So <laughs> or it, in this production, or in this production anyway. Yeah, yeah. and it so it never got to. I will say what is there is he absolutely believes in Jacob Marley's values and that's what he mistook for love yes. I believe yeah. uh, although I don't think there was anything sexual about it in this production <laughs> right. as it as it stands now yeah and or probably in Dickens's novel yeah probably, probably. yes yeah. I, I never I when I read it I I didn't even think that but when you see it <laughs> when you see a huge fo- you know portrait of the of the guy's best friend that he chooses to stay, keep over his bed, you wonder
0: how close were they. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company, reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. So much less. So much less.